hello again, episode eight. Really? Yeah, episode eight of If You're Happy, you know. It's me, Miles Chapman, Ricky Grover, and our sound man and lovely producer, Sam Underwood. So, um, I was going to quickly just say, uh, we lost, it's sad news this week, we lost uh, this week, I'm not going to give it a timeline, am I? Well, not really, because sometimes we we keep shows don't go out. As we put them out, but so, I mean, yeah, it should still be current. But you give, space, you, basically, you give the game. Right, I'm going to ask you a question, Ricky. In the space yeah. of a week, we have lost Ken Dodd, mm. Stephen Hawking, yeah, and Jim Bowen. Out of those three, who are you the saddest about losing? It's by the way, it was nothing to do with anxiety and depression. But I thought, okay. why not start something from something a bit different? So, for me, I always thought Steve Hawking's be true was a bit of a know it all. <laughs> Steve. Steve. <laughs> No, I did. I thought. Stay. No, he's all right. Stay Hawkins. Stay. Stay Hawkins. He's funny, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll my hands up here on, on, on the silly card again, but this is absolutely genuine. I thought he was American. Really? Well, because of the voice. <laughs> I thought he was a beat. But he, he's giving. He, no, he gave himself a right, like. You know, he twanged to his voice, didn't he? Because you can, he's surely you can choose your voice. It's got to be like a Tom Tom, isn't it? Well, you can tom- choose what voice you want. He's, <laughs> he's giving himself a right, like American he's tone. Get, he's got a Garmin on, but there. apparently, and that's how he now where's, speak where, and spell, where's he come out of? Where is he? He's not, he's not an East oh, Ender, is, is he? No, 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 no. He's, I, I don't know, but he, when he went to Cambridge Uni, I think he's just, uh, just from the south of England. I think mm. I, I should really know that. Sam, you looking him up? Where I'm, he was like, born? Yeah, I'm looking him up. Yeah, um, yeah, it was very sad. Now, do you know? Do you know the reason I brought this up was um, obviously it was sad to lose any anyone dying sad like Jim Bowen and Ken Dodd. Who was, I love Jim Bowen. Yeah, I think he was a funny man. I love Jim Bowen. I love well, just bullseye. Just, just it's the most ridiculous just, program. And, yeah. yeah, legendary. Ken Dodd. I'll be honest with you. I know he was brilliant because of how many people love him and yeah. say to my side. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. For me, no, I, and I've got. Didn't. And I've got is a bad, not bad vibes, but I've got bad memories of Ken Dodd. Mm. My mum, when I was young, my mum looked like Ken Dodd. Mm. My mum had like really quite, not a ringer, but I mean she had goofy <laughs> teeth and sort of big load of fuzzy hair. <laughs> and years ago, I thought I was right clever. Sounds lovely. I come home. I, I don't know what age I would have been. I would have been about sort of thirteen or something like that. And I come home with this girl, I can't even remember her name, but Sharon, so it's called her Sharon. And I went, this is Sharon. And I went, that's Ken Dodd. <laughs> right? About your mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah. mum was fuming. Right? <laughs> and I'm sitting next to this girl and all of a sudden a massive plunger, about a three foot long plunger, she used to smash me with it. And it had like a, <laughs> oh, lovely upbringing. And it had, a, it had it, there was like a big sort of metal rim around the, just before you got to the rubber bit at the bottom. Oh, you mean like a sink, a sink like, unblocker? A, a, yeah, 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 a big sink unblocker. Yeah, a plunger. Was, but this yeah. was like an what? industrial one. <laughs> yeah. And it come round the side of the door, and would, so it had been, been about 10 seconds after I said this is Ken Dodd. She just walked out of the room. And it come round the side of the door and smashed me in the eye. <laughs> and my eye come up massive. My eye really swole up. And the girl, you could tell she was frightened. She'd been in my house like two minutes and it was like it's like the chainsaw massacre she, she's met she's met Ken Dodd and I've been brutally attacked and she just wanted to get out she just wanted I never saw her no more that was, oh. the, that was the end of that so I'm so, so I'm surprised you know honest, so no. I haven't I suppose out of them is uh, the big one for me would be um, Jim Bowen I'm, I'm gutted you know mm. I know the other geezer was clever but 
Yeah. You didn't really understand. I, I, I well, I'm not even it. sure if it's him doing it. I always say, is it, who said is it? He who, who said it was him doing it? It could have been Be, anyone. Well, because, you know, listen, if someone asks you a question, he could have just been Googling it for all I know. Well, exactly. Because if, if he was, if he, if he, if you ask him a question, you see him typing, who says he's not Googling it and that's the Google voice? Because it wasn't his voice, was it? <laughs> no. He, made that, he was American. He wasn't even American. He's been getting away Where was he years. from? Where was he from, Sam? <laughs> he was from England. It was, yeah. Like, I reckon we'll find out. I years reckon he was the biggest fraud. It's going to be Oxford. mugged everyone off. It's going to be Oxford or Cambridge. Yeah. It's going to be Oxford or Cambridge. It's uh, going to be one. Thick as a brick. Oh, no, no. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was off. He was born in Oxford, yeah. Yeah, Oxford here. Yeah. There we go. So, Did he go to Cambridge? Uh, he would have gone Oxford. to Oxford, wouldn't he? Wouldn't have gone to Cambridge. Why would you live in Oxford and go to Cambridge? And what, all right, what university? He's one of the cleverest men in the world. Shut up. Why would he? What university goes to, Sam? Uh. He well, he taught Oxford. He taught at Cambridge. He taught. Oh, he didn't. He, he didn't even go and learn. He just went and taught him straight away. <laughs> <laughs> straight out of the box. Straight out of the box. He, taught, he, taught he just turned up and started teaching people. That's how clever he was. <laughs> Don't talk to me about him. But do you know what? I had a motor neurons disease, which he had. He's a terrible. Oh, it's appalling. Oh, I had a friend who, yeah. who uh, I lost a friend who, who died of it, and it was just an horrible. So he, my mate, um, he had a nickname Zed. He, he was like a sort of biker and he was the loveliest man. He, he, my first comedy gigs I'd done with him and he was really funny and he loved the puff. He used yeah, to puff yeah. all the time. And then I, I saw him one night above the comedy cafe where people, you know, a lot of the um, stand-ups used to go up there and sort of play pool and just hang around. And I saw him and he was speaking calf. really. Did you say calf? Comedy calf. It's his food again. Yeah, of course it is. No, it was no grub about. But it was all, it was all poor at the time. I ate a few pole balls, but I didn't <laughs> But listen, but um, we was so we was we was there, and he was really slurry. And I said, I pulled him aside. I said, said, listen, mate, you've got to um, slow down with the puffing. I said, because you sound really slurry. And he said to me, it was really sad. He went to me. He said, I'm sure I'm not even, I'm not puffing nothing. And I said, Zed, you're talking to me. I really put it on him. I said, Zed, I, I, I don't, t-, you know, I said, it's really obvious. It's really, it's too much now. And I was going yeah. to him and he said, really honestly, I haven't, I haven't. Anyway, after, obviously a lot of people was pulling him about his speech and different things happening. And it turned out he had motor neurons and it, we, we done a big gig for him at the comedy store and he, and, and he, came there and it really choked me up and he signed a picture of him you know like your little pictures of him in his biker gear he was sort of a bit of a hippie come biker type of guy yeah. but a lovely lovely man um, he came from near St Albans way I forget I forget the exact area anyway he wrote this thing on it he said I always said you'd be a star and now you are and it was all that shaky handwriting because he had had motor yeah. Yeah. and we and we lost him he, he's one of them one of them people who I don't know because, like on the surface, we all seem, but he seemed like he really loved life and yeah. really enjoyed it. And I don't know anyone who had a bad word to say about Isn't him. that lovely? So, yeah. but what happened with him? It got in within a couple of years. Mm. So with Steve, he, uh, <laughs> what, 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 Steve. what do you want me to call him then? Well, I just want you to call him as if like you've, you've been close to him. <laughs> 
wonder why I'm calling people me. always do it. You know when Stage people know it's oh, Steve. Oh, right, so it's, Professor Orkin. Professor Orkin. We, we, <laughs> what's wrong with that? It just sounds funny. As if like you, you know well, that I, mate you got on the pub with. Well, let me tell you something. If I met him, yeah. I would have said, all right, Steve, how are you going? Oh, that's, that's all yeah, right. That's what I would have said. Yeah, so I'm yeah. just, it's I'm just like talking. that. It just sounds funny. That's yeah, all. but I'll, you know, all right, he might have blanked me. Don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> you've done that, haven't you? You know, so <laughs> right. So, but what I'm saying is, with him, he went on for years, didn't he? And he re- and, and thank God he did because all joking aside, he he had some brilliant analogies and he had some mm. some, oh, he, some, some of the things he said, incredible. It was stuff, he, yeah. he, he he like he did touch. I remember reading a couple of things that he'd said, like little quotes, and they was like really meaningful and really good. So it was great that he. he he was able to battle on for all that time. Well, he he was di- so he was diagnosed. I think at the age of twenty one, they gave him like two years, and he just died, which is Actually, remarkable. Was he so, so do you know? Like, so aside from, and that was a really interesting story about mm. your mate. Really, but I was, I was, what I was going to say Thanks. was, you're welcome. Yeah, well, for, for you, that was a pretty good one. All right, go on, yeah. mate. Uh, now, what I was going to say was, I wonder what his state of mind was. His his mental uh, sort of health was like because. That's mm. a big thing to deal with, isn't it? Being in a wheelchair and being reliant on other people to care for you and having that brilliant mind. Well, obviously, having access to that brilliant mind was amazing. So, you know, you know, people get that awful, was it locked-in syndrome when they can't communicate? Well, obviously, he could communicate yeah. via, I via, think that's via one technology. Of the, but I wonder what it... That's one of the things that I think endeared, endeared us to him is because that, you know, someone... You know, we've only got to get little thing go wrong in our life, and it feels like the end of the world. Yeah, and he's got all that going on, which is you know you couldn't have much more going against you, and and to achieve all the things he achieved was incredible. So I think that was sort of not played on his side because it's a lot. You know, he probably would have. Is there anything we can learn? But so, for example, if 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 Steve yeah. wasn't <laughs> Mr. Press Hawking wasn't depressed or wasn't anxious. Yeah. Is this something that we can learn about his attitude to life? Because, you know, he he's seemingly his his um quality of life was quite limited, you know, in terms yeah. of sort of motor skills and being able to do what he wanted to do. But clearly he was quite a content person, we we we, we assume. But who do we know so, you know how do well, we do know we that? assume but would he but, but he might have communicated like I feel down, I feel depressed, I don't yeah. feel well I don't know if you ever did, but is there something we can learn about an attitude towards life, given mm. given that all of that is? I, I've seen you, you I've know? seen a few people in. I've got a mate. I'm not going to say his name because he's he's still here. But I've got a mate who's in a in a wheelchair who's who, who broke his back when he was very young, just diving off of a pier at South End, and he's achieved amazing things. Yeah, and his outlook on life is incredible. Mm. But he had to, when he told me about it, he said he was in a terrible depression for a long, of long time. Being, it's a huge being, you know, life changer, yeah. It's a life changer. And he said, but you have to, you know, you, you can either, you can either live, you've got to live with it or not live with it. And if you yeah. are going to live with it, then you've got to make the best of it. And you've got to, and what he done, he sort of done, I suppose he done everything achievable he could do. Yeah, with what he had, absolutely. You know, and, and and it's, I mean, and that attitude of it's not what I've lost, it's what I've got. So I might mention this to you before as a friend of mine I've known for for many years, um, yeah. and he had a terrible accident. Uh, oh God, about fifteen, sixteen years ago mm. now. 
And uh, he was traveling and uh, he basically needed a pee. He had a few drinks and he was in Egypt, I think it was. And he walked down this back street to go into this building to have a slash. And when he went in, the building had no floor. Mm. And he went crashing down about 30 foot and landed on a pile of rubble and bricks and pipes and broke his back. You fucking evil son. <laughs> if uh, anyone listened to this, I point out Ricky's trying to pretend he's emotionally upset about it. He's not, he's laughing. <laughs> He's gone up like a tomato. I can't put this on. It's it's so tragic. I know. Well, hang on. It's one of of them at a funeral, you mustn't laugh jobs. Oh, it's so so bad. It's so tragic and so sad. So he was was 23 when it happened. So he's been in a wheelchair ever since. But what he's achieved is remarkable. So he's now married. He's got a kid. He's got a lovely home. He's got a really good job. Mm. You know, he's very happy and very content. And he said to me about five or six years ago, and I said, you know, looking back uh, when it happened and looking sort of now, you know, what are your, you know, what what do you always think? He goes, well, actually, if that hadn't have happened to me, I wouldn't be where I am now, and I'm yeah. really content. And that's a fabulous way of looking at things. It's mm. like I've now met a really wonderful woman. Um, and he's now subsequently got a child recently, um, and I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if I hadn't. And he's working for the Spinal uh, Injury Association, got a really good job there. So, and he's yeah, he's done well, brilliantly. But the other thing is as well, you know, and I know the last thing anyone I've ever known with sort of disabilities and that yeah. is they don't want to be felt sorry for. No, no. no that's the I, last so thing. So I was going to take uh, that back when I said yeah, you've done no, brilliantly. No, that no, sounds condescending well, considering. Because, but no, because, you know, know what I mean? What I mean is you, you, you could go the, under the a last, dark cloud. The last and, thing know. anyone wants who, who's, you know, that's a battle through stuff like that is, ah, uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, they're often a lot more, able than us in other yeah, ways. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot a lot more, a lot more. And in some cases, with something like that up against, you become possibly more driven because actually, you know. Mentally resilient. Yeah, because if something like that's happened to you and you've come through that, I think other things you're probably less phased by. So, yeah. What's this got to do with depression anyway? Absolutely nothing. Oh, do you know what I haven't asked you yet? How are you doing? I always ask that beginning of the show and I forgot. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to spin it on his head this week. Go I'm going to ask you how you're doing. I'm all right, yeah. I'm no, all right. you're not. Well, yeah, that's a lie. You're not. No, right. hang on. Hang on. Hang on. No, no. I'm all right now. I felt terrible when I got up this morning. Yeah. I felt all right yesterday. The day before that, I felt really crap, yeah. really awful, horrible feelings again. Yeah. And they've gone. Um, and I've had, I, I've never talked about this in the show, but I've got um, AF as well, which is <laughs> uh, <laughs> arterial. <laughs> Arterial fibrillation. Oh, you mug. And, uh, what is pathetic. it? What is it? You, you, you suffer anything, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, what, um... what they sold you? A pair of glasses with tinted windows in them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, it's a regular heartbeat, and I, I, I'm on medication oh, for it. Oh, sorry. And I'm, more serious I'm sorry. I've told you about this before. Oh, all right. Well, I wasn't listening. <laughs> so, trying to <laughs> comic effect. I was probably eating something. I wasn't yeah. listening. <laughs> I was having a Soap. <laughs> soap? Yeah, you I, was keep eating a to that posh I was eating a huge gat. shouting. You keep taking me to that posh cafe where they have soap. Oh, pie. ground works. Yeah, yeah, I want pie mash. You keep taking me for that posh soap. And anyway, I'm talking about my heart. Yeah. See, we're, back on, we're back on food again. Oh, I got what's, the matter, what's the matter with your heart? So, uh, arterial oh. fibrillation, and you yeah. get these sort of flutters, this sort of flip-flopping of your heart, and it can make you feel a bit faint and a bit weird. And That's just where really... your bottle's gone. Oh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
And he's, he's That's quite when someone tells you in a motor and your bottle's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. And uh, yeah, it's quite unpleasant. And I've been getting those little flutters. Or have I? I don't know. You know when you when you get something and then you you get something locked in your head and then you're imagining that you're feeling it and I'm not sure if I am or not. So yeah, it's been a little bit unpleasant. I've been worrying about that. And so what have they put you on, beta blockers or something? It's a beta blocker I'm on, bisbosporal. Yeah. yeah. And um, How many tablets you want to die in? Three. What's the, what's the, what you, what's the <laughs> other one then? So, uh, <laughs> so one's to thin me blood. One's to thin your blood, you yeah. mug. And then, what are you, hang on, what tablets uh, are you on? Or when, when you decide to take them? <laughs> what tablets? Yeah, like, it's... What tablets you on? Slim, pharmaceutical lottery were you, isn't Slim it? fast. Slim... <laughs> You're on worming pills. <laughs> what a shit you eat. Take the dog's worming tail. <laughs> One carrying out my arse the size of a snake. Huge. Like a viper. Oh, right, so go on. So you're on, you're on what tablets? Um, I'm on... Um, beta blockers? Be, I'm on beta blockers. I'm yeah. on warfarin, yeah. or equivalent of warfarin, yeah. which is the blood thinner. And yeah. I'm on citalopram as well. Oh, okay. So you want a few. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fine. It's just, you know, I've just had a weird sort of couple of... Days of feeling, and it, it, you know when you sort of you keep I keep taking my pulse like that all the time to make yeah. sure it's all right. It's, oh, it's really dull actually. Yeah, no, really I mean I think all that is that all that signs of depression when you start to you what you're looking for is you're looking for a, a physical. I'm not saying them things are not yeah, happening. Yeah. They obviously are because you've been prescribed stuff, but all of that stuff heightens, doesn't it? Yeah, when you yeah. get depression, all of that, you start, you know, I've been getting recently them really, like you've got a weight on your chest, oh, like vice yeah, on your chest, yeah, and that's yeah. that horrible And that, that is a side effect of anxiety. Of course it is. Yeah, it's all that, because you, you think, you can, I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm oh, gonna, it's horrible. So yeah. with what you've got, that must be what's going through you. No, I'm going to have an heart attack. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I do worry about it, because it's one of the side effects of you can have a stroke. Can you so, make sure if you do have an heart attack that I'm near? Yeah, so you can have a good laugh. <laughs> You film it. <laughs> Facebook Live. No, because I think it'd be really good for the show. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Sam? What you? Yeah, what, how have you been? Because I was just saying, you, well, can I just point out, Sam, like can me. You, can you so, stop shouting? We've got mics. Oh, We've got mics. You're right. really shouting. Sam, like me. Heroes. I hope you don't mind me out on you. Sam, like me, suffers with a bit of IBS, don't you? Uh, yeah. And you had a bit of the puppers just before we started, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> I had a coffee. And it... <laughs> I bought more coffee, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's very well. No, I can't no, no, say that, mate. No, 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 no. It's very advertise. nice coffee, though. It's nice coffee. Yeah. You don't know. They might want to sponsor us. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Turn it away from the camera. Perhaps they want to sponsor do you want to, us. Do you want to sponsor a lot of depressed no marks? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Love to. Go on, lovely. Yeah, no, I'd, um, I had a coffee and instantly needed to... Uh, Evacuate. <laughs> to put it. Was it very loose? It wasn't. It wasn't no. great. I'll be so, honest. do you find that though, Sam? You know, when like your depression kicks in, do you find you sort of like you get a lot of physical symptoms? Symptoms. <laughs> symptoms. As, as you say, I can't symptoms. even. I can't say symptoms. How do you say it? Then? Symptoms. 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 What did you say? Symptoms. Him struggling as he was saying. Symptoms. That. I can't. I don't, we don't say words like say that around our way. What do you say instead of symptoms? Then uh, I've, I've got the shits or something like that. <laughs> I don't say symptoms. Now, what are your? What are you? What, what's the? Um, um, uh, I guess it depends. I feel sick. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it depends how how bad the anxiety is getting. Like, so if I it's, so say I've got agoraphobia, uh, I've got agoraphobia, which is the sort of public scared of public places. Can I there. can I pull you up on that? Absolutely. So no, no, no. The only reason I want to say that I thought for years and years, yeah. scared of going out public spaces was agoraphobia. No, ag- 
Agrophobia is the fear of being molested. Agrophobia and agoraphobia are definitely two different things. Okay. Ag- agoraphobia is the... It's, people misconstrue it as the uh, fear of open spaces. Yeah. Fields. <laughs> That's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Football pitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not. It's, it's Agoraphobia is essentially the fear of... It's social anxiety, basically. Like going out in public. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is why people sort of get it confused a bit. Okay, but you you get that, don't you? Yeah, and it's it's way more common than people think. So 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 social anxiety, would you say it's? Yeah, in general, um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, <laughs> what tri- what what triggers you? What sort of environments set you off? Uh, it's things like um, uh, needing the toilet in public. That's quite a common one, mm. right? Um, being sick in public. That's quite a common one as well. Uh, there's a few that. Um, it's it's such a weird, massively. Mm. Uh, I don't say diverse is probably the wrong word, but it's, it, there's so many different things that trigger so many different people. Um, but normally, it's a massive combination of a, like loads and loads of different things. But it's all about. It's basically all about losing control in public or being embarrassed in public or um, it, 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 that kind of. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah. That's that's into that's that's more much more common than perhaps we realise and perhaps people get that all the time just don't talk about it I went through a phase about 25 years ago for about a year and a friend of a friend had his drink spiked with LSD he went clubbing <laughs> and he had a terrible turn terrible that terrible. is disgusting that's, that's dis- no that is actually that is you disgusting. don't know what state yeah. you could no. you basically struggled for months yeah. after really bad yeah. and I went through a phase of being paranoid that someone had done it to my drink. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I wouldn't go to the toilet unless I'd drunk it all. I'd take my beer with me. And if I bought, I'd always buy a bottle so I could put my thumb over it. Yeah. I got absolutely ridiculous yeah. around it. And eventually right. it sort of went away. But yeah. I can totally understand how you can get, so you say the same thing, Sam. That's a terrible thing. It, it's disgusting. appalling. But you you said, you know, sometimes when you go out, I suspect that you go, oh no, what happens if I get the shits while I'm out? And then does that, or what happens if I feel sick while I'm out? And I suspect that very worry you know, ironically makes you feel nauseous and plays with your guts and possibly can get the shits from it because you're worrying about it. Yeah. Is that the sort of... Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, and then, but then it, it, it's anything, you know? I mean, like, you, you can be in the middle of, uh, the middle of a, uh, you're standing on a tube, let's say. So mm. you're, in, you're in, you're on a tube and um, all of a sudden I might feel like I'm too hot and then think, oh shit, I'm going to faint. And then that sets a chain reaction of like, yeah. oh shit, I'm going to faint. I'm going to be sick. I'm I'm going to collapse. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Realistically, well, I say realistically, it's never going to happen. Mm. No, but it's, it's the fault of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, the yeah. fault of it. Yeah, it's no, it's yeah. catastrophic. I think a lot of catastrophic. You catch, catch, yeah, catch, yeah, yeah, catch yeah. my <laughs> yeah, it's catch my disease, isn't I? And I, I can't even not in it. Uh, do you know, I'm, I've been terrible for a little while. What, what are your plans today, Sam? <laughs> no, I'm probably going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Get him off. Not interested. Not interested. So what? Every week there's something wrong with you. No, I know, but I've been terrible. I've, I've stopped. I'd hate to be I've you. I've stopped. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Go no, on. no, I don't blame you. I, <coughs> I hate being me as well. But, <laughs> but um, No, you, I spoke to you earlier in the week. You had a really, you've really been, been bad, haven't you? I've been really suffering. I've had that thing, what you're talking about. The reason I'm saying this is that I've been hiding under the covers and just wanting, trying to get lost in dreams and, oh. and not face it. It's, it's a horrible because the world feels a frightening place and all the noises are heightened and all the, 
you know, different things that are going on. You come like over sensitized. Yeah, yeah, and I've just yeah. I haven't been doing anything. When I say I should, there's certain things I should have been doing, and I haven't been doing them. And then comes the guilt and the shame of not doing them, and then and then it starts to build up, and you oh, start, and then you just get that terrible feeling it, yeah, of yeah. oh oh, what's going to happen? What am I doing? You know, what's that? Was that my phone? I think so. Something went off. Beep, beep, beep. Very weird. It might, uh, it might be that. Oh, oh it's the GoPro. It's the Go. We've got a GoPro in here, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Filming your every move, Ricky. Yeah. We ain't done nothing with the footage yet, but we're going to. So, I, yeah, I mean, I've, it's been on me really bad. And I've stopped. I know you're going to have a go at me, but I'm going to. I just stopped taking the no. medi- medication. Have you, I, have you stopped entirely? I've stopped entirely because I, I was leaving it a few days in between trying to wean off it. And I've stopped. And I'll tell you the reason I've stopped. And I know this is not right, probably, but I'm, this is what I thought is that it's not making me feel any better. Yeah. And I'm really feeling, really feeling shit I suppose is another word for it feeling really terrible so I'm thinking you know the advice I've got off mates including you who take who are taking antidepressants is you know go and see your doctor you probably got got up dosage or change or change but the but the problem I've got is I'm not going to see someone who knows what they're doing. I'm going to see someone who's going to get a book out and have a no, look. No, I totally get and, that. And I'm, yeah. and I'm thinking to myself, look, even if this was working for a little while and it's not now, if I up the dosage, that's only going to work for a little while. And then I'm thinking, so what do you do? You keep upping the dosage, upping the dosage. What What is it? I want to, I really want to, and I know, and I probably, look, I'm probably going to have a bit period of time where I'm trying to do it my own way, trying to raise serotonin yeah, by doing yeah. a bit of exercise. Where I've done no exercise whatsoever, and because I am so so depleted of energy, mm. that's how I you am, feel now. Yeah, I am so so depleted of energy. Just getting out of bed at the moment is massive for me. Just getting out of the bed at the moment. Well, I think I'd just like to take a moment to say thank you for getting out of bed this morning, Ricky. No, yeah, do well, you know what? That 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 is something as well. I, I was going to just well yeah. said, Sam, because that's points out in my head. If anyone out there listening is going through it at the moment or has gone through it or, or, or maybe in the future, something to remember is it's little victories, isn't it? Now, you may think, oh, I got out I thought, of bed. You know what I thought you were going to say there? What? Get, get out of bed. Get out of bed. Stop, <laughs> I thought gonna, stop, stop, stop lying about, you lazy git. Yeah. Get out of bed. Stop give yourself a, in bed. Get up. Have, have a shower. A give, shower. Give, give yourself a shake. You stink. <laughs> <laughs> right. Some so. clean pants up. No, I'll tell you, yeah. because sometimes, you know, when you're that low, even getting oh. out of bed mm. and having a shower is kind of a victory, isn't it? And mm. it is baby steps. Don't expect everything to, and I'll tell to, you what, to go back to normal overnight. And you've got to... And I don't know if it is the medication... But I've been getting lots of weird stuff going on. I've been having really vivid dreams. My eyes have been flickering a lot. I've had this pain in my chest. Um, and the biggest thing I've been getting... Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You feel I'm coming here to make you laugh? I just about drove it. I stopped and got coffees and all. I didn't know where I was. Do you know what, <laughs> do you know what, do you know what I'm thinking? I walked in, do you know what I'm laughing? I walked into a garage crying. <laughs> I walked into a garage crying just to buy used cappuccinos. 
<laughs> you, you, you go on. Do you know why I'm laughing? I'm just imagining what your vivid dreams are, but you uh, don't repeat them. Oh, they're, they're, they're ridiculous. And do you know, <laughs> uh, it's, and, and my biggest is, I'm, you're like this one, my biggest, my biggest symptom I've got at the moment and my most frightening symptom, you know, you, you're saying you're latching onto this, I can see you taking your pulse as we're speaking and, and this fluttering of your heart. My one at the moment I've got is a tremor. I've got a tremor. What, the, in your hands? Or? No, my whole body, when I'm waking up in the morning, there's a tremor there. Mm. <laughs> so so the first thing, you know, I, I, I've had all my nut. I've been in the old the MRIs and all that thinking because at one point they thought I might have had MS and this and that. And so you start thinking, oh, I've got, I've got the start of something. I've got this. I've got that. <laughs> and it makes everything a thousand times worse. And so I, I think... There is, for me, whatever you take, whatever kind of drug you take, you get in. What I found out through life is you get nothing for nothing. So there's going to be a side effect. Whatever you take, Mm. there's going to be some kind of side effect. And so I'm wondering these other little symptoms I'm getting, these mad flickerings, this tremor, is this a side effect of the Prozac? Well, how long have you been off them? Three days, which I know. When did the tremors start and the. Bad no, I've had, I've had them. Quite, oh. I've, I've had it quite a long time. Oh, okay. Going. I've, so I I've had it, it meant no, the last few days. No, I've had it for quite a long time, and I've sort of been trying to ignore it and keep thinking I'm going to try. And the reason I haven't done no training because even when I was a lot, I'm fat now, but even when I was a lot fatter, I always managed to train. But I just so depleted of energy, and I'm thinking that is definitely shut up. <laughs> So that is so, but what I'm saying, oh, it's not even funny. I think I'm, I do it's horrible. If you if you said to me, what is my main aggravating thing about being depressed? Is that being depleted of energy? Yeah, and then, it, and then it, and then and then naturally all the time. It, does, it absolutely drains you, and that's that's the thing as well. Then you don't have the sort of the impetus to get up and make the change because you feel mm. so low. You just think, oh, just, like I remember saying before, just getting up and getting a towel out the airing cupboard for a shower feels like a climb out of Everest, yeah. doesn't it? Just, yeah. oh, what, what time do you, know. you what, let me ask you a question. What time do you go to bed and what time do you get up? Okay, so I'm normally in bed by about 10, half 10. Right. I'm normally asleep by about 11. I normally have a read and I'm normally up about half seven. Right, so here you go, Sam. <laughs> Sam, this is the Sam. I'm, I think me and Sam. Yeah, go yeah, on. I'm, I'm normally in bed by one in the morning. Yeah, and I'm probably asleep. I have to say I've been sleeping better recently, yeah, but yeah. on an average, I probably sleep about three or four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so you'll lay there for a good couple of hours before you go off. Yeah. Yeah, I just. I'm exactly yeah, the same as Sam. Yeah, and then exactly. and then and then I'm up. And then I'm a dead body. I'm, I'm not first the game thing. Now. Yeah. Dead body yeah. first thing in the morning. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes when we sort of start filming or we do that sort of stuff, it gets the first couple of days are a nightmare. Yeah. Then we get into some, we're getting some kind of Yeah, when you're on shoot, it's something you'll be picked up at half five, six in the morning. But even then, but I normally, you know, what I really love is a nap in the, in the days, in the day, you know, in the daytime, like a little baby, have a little, (laughs) Maria normally puts a little blanket over me and all that. (laughs) But I have woke up once and they was kicking me. We've <laughs> 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 been asleep for three days. <laughs> no, but, but it's, it's really hard. I think because as well, you know, the night time's coming. Yeah. And you know, I, f- I would love to do what you do, to just mm. to go to bed at sort of half 10, 11 and go a kip and be able to do that. 
but I'm sitting there with, I'm, I've got it going on always. I'm sitting there staring at that stupid phone. I've got absolute crap TV on in the background, you know, so that I'm sort of def- flicking between. Because what I'm trying to do is get lost in something. But really, I would be better off doing something, at least something more constructive. And I know, listen, we know all the things. You shouldn't be looking at them screens just before no, you go up there. No, that's the worst You thing, should yeah. stop looking at them from 6.30 and all that. And that's great. But in the real world, when you're sitting there and your nuts going 100 mile an hour, yeah, there and there. That's my issue. Yeah, well, there mm. you go. So you find yourself looking at nonsense. So I, I, I've made a, so the last few months, what I do is when I go to bed, I switch my phone off because I think if it's that important, you know, they'll ring Jill or Jill kicks her phone on. But what I do, what I find annoying is I put my phone down. Really selfish. I thought he's been... No, 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 no. Oh. Put... As long as she keeps her phone on, it's all right. Well, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So I, and I put my phone down on the side of my bed and there's nothing worse and you're just going off and it goes... And it yeah, lights up. Yeah. You're like, oh, who's that? And you can't... Yeah. You have it, to look. It on you can't, it's normally you. Yeah, but you still, it still <laughs> lights up. It still goes... Like that when you get like a, a message through, doesn't it? So he knows. I, I feel like I have to check it. it. It's like a compulsion. You know my sleep patterns are like that, and yeah. he'll still, uh, still send me stuff at like ten to seven or something ridiculous. <laughs> you but know you, what I mean? But conversely, you send stuff to me at half one in the bloody morning. Of course I, I do, because I'm returning the compliment. Well, you know. <laughs> but your phone switched off. I'm now I'm realizing. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to text Jill. All right, I've got a number, have you? Of course I've got a number. I had her number before I had your number, you man. Years mug. before. Yeah. Years and years. Yeah. We've been at it for years. Yeah. <laughs> you ever thought why Alice has got jet back? No. <laughs> you ever so, thought why your kid's really big and fat and, and depressed? Thick. thick. One really clever skinny blonde one and one really big fat one. That's really thick. Can't go on that up. Keep, keep, keep calling everyone Steve. <laughs> <laughs> symptoms, symptoms. Um, so, uh, how are we doing for time, Sam? Have we, um, That's got to be about, about thirty-five minutes. We've prattled on a bit today, haven't we? Yeah. And, and, and you got you one know, of your silly, and you got one of your silly things that you. Well, I, I didn't want to bring it up. I, I didn't want to bring it right at the beginning because last week we did talk about suicide, and I didn't want to talk about suicide <sighs> again because it, it is quite a dark again. subject. And oh, but you know, the reality of it is it. <laughs> Oh no, we've done this. Oh, we've done no. it last week. Sorry. We don't want to keep talking about suicide right. every week. Who's going to listen? No, but to this? Just, there was an article in the in the in, in the cheer BBC us up. about on. this young girl who tried to commit suicide oh. in nine times over ten. Really, really oh, sad story. That's Awful, really sad, really sad. And um, it was really about how the NHS dealt with her, mm. um, and it was pretty appalling actually. Um, but there was an article in there saying that the NHS, their five-year plan is to invest a lot more money and resources into dealing with mental health because they do realise how important, how much of a crisis we are in this country. But you cannot and- say the NHS, right? How can you put everything under the umbrella of the NHS? It's about where you are and it's about the... Oh, it's a lot of postcode and, lottery. Of course it is. And, yeah. yeah, but not only is it a postcode lottery, it's a lottery of who you see. Yeah, no, of course. Mm. You know, it's yeah. a lottery of who... I've just been in a coffee shop and the woman just served me like a pig, just more or less chucked it at me, <laughs> right? <laughs> Probably, probably knows who, knows who I am. But, but what I'm saying is, she might have been having a bad day. I yeah, don't, you know. don't know. But do you? I could have gone hundred yards yeah. down the road, and another, and another one could have served me really nice. It's about who you get, oh, you and, yeah, and of course, you, and you know, and I know, the way we suffer with this depression. Sometimes we need a cuddle, mm-hmm. and sometimes we need pull yourself together. Mm. 
and sometimes we need yeah, no. often we need a bit of both. Bit of both. Well, I when I've had you know. see when I have my so I think that's part of the NHS's plan is to train yeah. the right people in the right yeah. way so they mm. can deal with people because yeah. that is part of it. And yeah. I, when I have my therapy, I've I've seen various counsellors over the years, but the, the last person I said was amazing because she was very black and white. Very experienced. She was um, a zebra. private. <laughs> yeah, she was a zebra. A zebra yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was amazing. Yeah. Um, and you know, she just would would say it like it was. Well, Miles, you know that's pathetic. But some people and... need that. Some people need you know the Molly. Yeah, of course. Approach as but well. I think she's good at both. But you could tell by me it was that's kind of and she had yeah. that insight that that's what I needed to hear. These thoughts that I'm getting, these sort of these well, the patterns per- of thinking I'm getting, are, you know. The person I'm seeing at the moment is I'm, I'm seeing her directly after this, mm. after this podcast, is um, is someone. That, um, so we'll see you again next week. Was, this has been episode eight. <laughs> was uh, was from the was from the NHS, and I was lucky to find someone that suited that suited me. And but you cannot. I I think this needs to be. There needs to be some kind of um, what do they call it when it, when things are the same a lot balance. The, yeah, there's continuity. An, yeah, continuity. There needs mm. to be some kind of continuity with who you who you see because when you this is not going into a coffee shop and getting a few coffees. No. This is going somewhere dealing with your health, and what you just health, said. Yeah. You know when you when you said about that young girl and what happened. You know. She really feel for it because you wanted someone just to be there for and say the right things. And sometimes there is nothing anyone can say. Well, so what was happening with her? They put she she tried to kill herself and she yeah. self harming and you know and they mm. would take her into hospital in that into point where she called the police in the end because the police was the only person that that would section her. Yeah. So and then they took her into hospital. Right. And as soon as they dealt with the physical side of what they're worried about, they just threw her out. So there's not much more we can do. So all that yeah. all that stuff that was actually causing her to go into hospital in the first place, all the mental, she had she had ADHD, she's got um, borderline personality disorder, um, was not being dealt with. Now she's on the right meds, she's seeing the right people, but it was just it was showing where the failings are within the NHS about dealing with stuff like that. Yeah, I I think this is a, a tricky one because as much as you you know as much as a lot of people rely on the NHS for for various different things, the mental health yeah. thing is a huge thing. But also, I think. As a as a, a nation or as a you know as people, we need to start talking about it more because I think the more pe- the more people that are aware of it, because mm-hmm. I think this is the whole point. You know, people people are down and depressed and feel awful because they feel like, and they feel like they're alone. Yeah. You know, they feel like they can't talk to anyone about it. And I think the more people that are open to just you know just be just let, know, yeah, it's one of those things. Like if I'm very lucky, I can talk to friends about it because realistically 90% of them have it anyway. Yeah. Like they have depression, anxiety, whatever. But I think when people feel like they can't talk to someone about it, it gets worse. Of course it does because you feel alienated. You feel like you're on your own. You feel like a pariah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I said when I first got it and you were saying the same thing, you didn't, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Yeah. I just thought, how? I'm sure no one else in the world must feel like this. He's off again. He's like laughing. No, you know, I'm laughing. (laughs) I'm trying to think of who it was, but someone once said to me, it's such a brilliant line. I love it. It's absolutely serious and all. Go on. They obviously didn't even know what it meant, but it just—it just—it's just the dismissal of of what we what we suffer. Oh, yeah. Uh, GoPro, GoPro again. again. Yeah. Go Go on. On. Was that in my head or did it? Oh, we talk about what I said. They said to me, "I haven't got time to be depressed." <laughs> 
was a luxury. As if, as, if, yeah. like, as if you choose it. He's like, I've got, you well, know. I'll have a couple of hours of depression. I'm going to treat myself. It was, it was someone like, I'm, work, I'm working two jobs. I'm working every hour God sends to keep things afloat. And you're talking to me about that. I haven't got time for as it. As if like you're going, do you <laughs> know what? Yeah, yeah. Today I'm going to be depressed. Do you know what? It. I ain't got a lot on. I'm going to be down for it. I'm going to go along. I'm going to get under the quilt. Get me to get the paper. Get a slice of toast and be depressed for a couple of hours. On that note, shoot. But that, that isn't that. Isn't that something though? Where people just don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah. There's a difference between feeling low and in a bad mood to feeling depressed. There's a huge difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think be, I, you know we all get blue. People, of course, you get blue, but there's a the difference between being blue and being depressed. Yeah. There's a significant difference. Massive it's, difference. This is a funny thing. I, so I was I was talking to one of my best friends the other day. And uh, and he's always sort of well, as far as he's concerned, he's never had it. He's never he's you know he's had his off days and whatever, but he's never had depression. He would never say that he's got depression. Yeah. And you know he's one of my best mates. I tell him about everything, and he worries about me and worries about my depression, all that sort of stuff. And then it, the the other day, I said to him, "I oh, want to listen to the podcast." This is when we first put it out. Yeah. Just a couple of weeks ago. And he he goes, "Yeah, it's really interesting actually, because there's a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. I I, I feel the same way." Yeah. And I'm like, well. Yeah, that that you know, it, right. it's such a talking point. Now, that it, it doesn't, is you know, really interesting because I'm so glad you said that. Look at him, look at him. Oh no, I'll get really yeah, animated. He's perked up because he I knows there's it. one more person one, with one, it. One more, <laughs> no, no, one more Brazil. Yeah, someone else to laugh someone at. Someone else suffering. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so look, I, no, I'll tell you what it is. It's because even when someone said to me, "I think you're depressed. I think you're anxious." I wouldn't for a while believe that's what I had because I didn't want to accept that there was something like that yeah. wrong with me. And um, I think a lot of people are like that and they think, well, I have down days, I feel like this, and they think, no, it can't be depression, depression is something different. Then when you hear someone talking about depression that has it, you think, oh, my God, that's what I've got. You know, it's like it's almost like mm. you can't accept that that's what's wrong with you. I'm going to tell you something now. Go on. I'm going to get right into his nut. Uh, watch his face here. Bully. Go on. No, I'm not a bully. No, I'm not a bully. When I first met you. Yeah. I know. You knew? I know. How did you know? You look, I know you were suffering from it. What? When we went to that coffee shop in Hartford? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I was putting a front on. I no, just... no, I knew you was a depressive and you was putting your biggest front on. But I know. How did you know? What people was talking about in the coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, episode eight, amazing. So, uh, do we have any housekeeping, Sam, before we, uh, we slip uh, off? No, but I will be doing, uh, hopefully be doing some sort of MailChimp uh, online um, uh, newsletter thing so that, that everyone can sign up to. So, I'll Lovely. be doing that over the next couple of okay, weeks. Okay, brilliant. And that article that I talked about, I just brushed over it, really. I should have gone to more depth. Um, we'll share that on the podcast link as well, so you can, yeah. you can have a look. We should um, start sharing some. Really, we should let, I should, should I start letting some people know we're doing it? Yeah. Have you not told anyone? No, I don't, don't really. Not? I don't know why you don't. It's almost like anti-marketing for you, isn't it? Is anyone listening to this? I don't know. No, that's... E- even I'm not listening, really. No. Even <laughs> I'm not. I'm editing the honest, fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> just white noise, isn't it? It's just a cheap therapy session. <laughs> it is. Let's be honest. That costs... Well, it's Elvis not cheap. We spent loads of money on microphones. Look, it's cost me three cappuccinos this morning. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see you Listen, all later. Yeah, see you later.